I'll continue from where I stopped in Kitabul Biriya, where Hazrat Sahib was saying that there are three ways in which you can find guidance, and he was showing how uh, his opponents had lost the way. He then turns to Christians. In the same way, the Padres stand to account before us on all three ways. But even so, they do not want to leave their beliefs without foundation and they are falling over themselves to prove useless and lifeless beliefs. So how do they stand to account on account of the three things that we have uh, mentioned? Well, if for example, if we take their physical and limited God whose named Yesu or Jesus, if we look for him in the old teachings, in the old books, or if we ask the Jews what do they say about him, then we will not find anything which sketches out a God like that. If Jews had been taught this, then it is not possible that all their sects would forget this teaching on which dependent, depended their salvation. And that not even one sect or a part of it did not keep to this teaching. Is, is it not a matter of establishment that such a glorious group which within it contained in every age thousands of scholars and sages and to whom hundreds of prophets were sent, there is that they should be unaware of such a teaching which they had been given repeatedly for 1400 years and hundreds of thousands of people were brought up or taught this teaching in every century. And in every century they were sent a prophet who would reinforce this teaching. And every sect abided by that teaching such that that teaching became a part of their blood and soul. In the same way, century after century, their prophets took the pains to emphasize this teaching until they came to the century in which a man claimed to Godhead. And everyone unanimously rejected him and denied him and said unanimously that his teaching is against the continuous teachings of the Torah and other books and which was given to us through gods. So, what greater 
argu argument can there be to refute the Christian belief? That belief which they think is true and from God that rejects their newly coined beliefs. And it is opposed to the original belief in such a way that not one single Jew ever had any doubt that in their religion Trinity is included. Then the Christian Christians turn to what is being foretold, but it is laughable and embarrassing that the prophets who taught unity of Godhead and that teaching was retained by the Jews. How is it possible that such prophets would foretell and prophesy things which are against their own teaching and create such contradiction between their teachings and their prophecies that the teaching is one and the prophecy teaches something contrary to it. A wise person can find guidance by considering this point that prophecies and what is foretold are full of metaphor and simile, but that is not required for the teaching. So, where there is a clash between a prophecy and what is taught, then teaching is what takes precedence. And if a prophecy is against a clear teaching, then you have to interpret it, so that it is in line with the teaching and the contradiction is removed. In any case, what is taught takes precedence and anything else comes after that. Thus, the purpose of the teaching cannot be, cannot remain hidden. Against it, prophecies remain hidden for ages. Thus, if in accordance with this established principle, the Jews against the Christians are correct, because they gave teaching precedence over prophecies and what was foretold, and they interpreted prophecies in a, in a way that did not contradict the teaching. But the Christians interpreted prophecies in a way which contradict the teaching. Apart from this, I will stop here, because this is a long section and this is a convenient point to stop.